888-900-0064 and leave a message. Join us next Saturday at 12.15 p.m. Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I invite you to stay tuned as I share a powerful message from God's Word that will change your life. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And now, here's today's message. restore your sight. He can restore your health. Things that, that used to didn't work or stop working, he can make them work again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We saw this while I was preaching this several months ago with Sister Blade whose knees wasn't working right. And what happened? God said, tell her I'm going to do a suddenly fall. And he did one right on the spot, restored her knees to their former state. I'm not talking pie in the sky to you. It's been happening among us already. I had somebody tell me that they wrote a number on a piece of paper of what they was believing God for. They want to recover something. To extract something from a property that they own. They say, Lord, I want this much right here. This is what I want to earn. This is what I want right here. This right here. This is what I want out of this property. Wrote it down. And when they sold that property, got the exact amount to the penny. So that's my next instruction to you. Write down what you expected. You write down what you expect to recover, what you expect to be restored, and relationships you expect to have reconciled. Now, I'm not telling you to fight over relationships that God haven't ordained. There are some people you need to separate yourself from. The Bible says, come out from among them and touch not the unclean thing. There's some people that you don't need to be in close quarters with. If they're not living right. But if there are relationships in your life that you know that God put them there, like your husband or wife. Relationships like with your children. It ain't God's will for your family to be broken pieces, to be splintered all up. That ain't God's will. You fight for those relationships. You fight for your marriage. Now, I know sometimes in marriage people have a will. Sometimes people do things that give you legal grounds and scriptural grounds for divorce. And I think you just need to seek God for his plan for your life in situations like that. But if you're in a relationship and both of you are committed to making it work, there's no infidelity there, you need to fight for it. And, and ask God to give you a, a plan to reconcile and to make your, your marriage stronger or to strengthen the relationships with your friends or your family members that are critical to your destiny. Amen. Write it down. 
and then write down, this is an additional show, write down what you expect. This is spiritual, physical, financial, in every area of your life. Write it down. Write it down. If you need to have your finances restored, write it down and then put the amount. If, if you lost something in a bad deal, somebody beat you out of some money, write it down. Lord, I'm expecting to recover this. And it's going to come back to you more than what you lost. If you made bad decisions financially and it, and it cost you, you just messed up and you... You, you handle your money foolishly. Repent of that and say, now, Lord, I lost this in this business deal. Or I wasted this money right here. Lord, forgive me. And I don't want to live like this no more. I'm not going to be wasteful. And, Lord, I just didn't use wisdom. Repent, come back to God, and God will restore financial blessing. He'll restore your health. He'll restore finances to you. He'll restore joy. I mean, anything that you need, he'll restore it to you. Whatever you've lost, something that you used to walk in, some place that you used to have in the spirit that you seem like you just can't get back there again. You know how sometimes you're strong and then all of a sudden you don't seem like you have the strength you used to have? I'm going to tell you, let God restore your strength. He'll put you right back in that strong place again. He'll give you a plan to get back there. Write it down. And then write down. Something that you have been believing God for for a long time that hadn't come to pass yet. Something that you've been believing God for that it just ain't happened yet. You've been believing God. You've been standing on the word and make sure that what you write down, you got scripture for it. Don't just put a wish list together and don't have no scripture. It have to be based on the word of God. Write it down. Then we're going to pray over this before you leave here this morning. Amen. All right, now put that video on for me. I'm going to replay something I played for y'all back in January or February. Write it down. You see, the Bible says write the vision and make it plain. You got to write it down and keep it before your eyes, and then you take this bulletin that you got, and it's got the recovery on here. You read that what Pastor Cece read to you, you go over that so you don't get discouraged. I'm going to tell you, God is doing this all over the earth. Unprecedented favor. He said, time of great wealth for you. A time of opportunities. Great opportunities. Then I started saying, Lord, what about the New Year's Eve service? <laughs> what about that New Year's Eve service? And he started talking to me about it. He said, you tell them to get their eyes on me. He said, I got a plan. He said, I got something going here. I got it working. And he said, they can walk in it. And then he gave me all of this. Well, I was so thrilled because... I, you know, he's talking to me. I mean, I, this is for me and my family and so forth. No, he said, it's, it, it's for you, yes. But he said, it's for everyone that'll believe it and take it. He said, I want you to read that same word now to them. So that's the reason I'm reading it to you tonight. 
So I'm reading this to you. It is a time of great wealth for you. It is a time of great opportunities. Continue to stay in my rest. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. Amen. Just rest. Be still and know he's God. Prosperity by God and his blessing is building up. It's building up for you. It's laid up in heaven for the time to come when you need to lay hold. Isn't that what the scripture said? Well, the time has come. Lay hold on it. It's building up. Enjoy it. It is building up your full recovery is at hand. Recovery from what? Whatever you need recovering from. Jesus is the Savior. Well, what is he Savior from? Whatever you need saving from. He's the Savior. Hey, our full recovery is at hand. Do you remember? Don't you remember when Jesus would say, the kingdom of God is at hand? Well, your full recovery is at hand. It's here. It's on you. It's for you. Take it. I believe I will. I take it. I have it. And I'm so grateful to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm excited about it. Thrilled about it. This is our time of increase. This is our time of recovery. This is our time of restoration. This is our time of fulfillment. This is our time for suddenness and surprises. We receive right now by faith the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now take the sheet of paper that you wrote on. What are you expecting God to do? Now let's hold this up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for the fulfillment of our dreams and our visions that you have placed in our heart. And in our mind, things that are in your heart and that are in your mind that you desire to do in our lives. Lord, we are available and we are open. And we thank you for showing yourself strong on our behalf. Lord, we thank you for the abundant grace and the instruction and the opportunity and the blessing and the appointments that you have ordained to bring these things to pass. We lay hold upon those things, these things that I hold in my heart and in my hand, I lay hold upon them by faith in the name of Jesus, and I declare that it shall be unto me 
according to your word. This is my time of increase, recovery, reconciliation, and restoration in the name of Jesus. I will not draw back. I will not turn back. I will not look back. But I press ahead, and I thank you, Lord, for the revelation of the plan and the wisdom that you have for my life. I thank you today that you're working all things together for my good, for my benefit, and for my prosperity. I thank you today that I believe with all my heart that you are working in my life and that nothing is impossible with you. I hold fast to my confession of faith and calling things that are not as though they were. I will maintain a heart of gratitude, of praise, of worship, and thanksgiving as I watch you perform your word in my life. I thank you today that this is my time and I'm ready for it. And I thank you, Lord, for the restoration and the recovery of all things in Jesus' name. You've been listening to Living by the Word with your host, Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I trust that you received the Word of God that will change your life and make you strong. This message is available for a gift of $8 postage paid. If you would like a copy of today's message, call us at 318-442-8100. That's 318-442-8100. Or write us at P.O. Box 13195, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71315. We invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for worship service. We're located at 4701 Lee Street, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. Until next time, may God richly bless you. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you are now tuned into the Media Ministries of Kingdom First Ministries of Bossier City, Louisiana, with Minister Catherine Young. Listen now to a word in season from Minister Catherine Young from a message already in progress. our goal. Our goal is to become like him. Amen. Our goal is to become like him. And like I said, we're, we're not going to be perfect, but at least our reflection should shine through. That when people see you, they know that it's something different about you. And then when they see that difference in you, it compels them and they're drawn to you. 
because they know they want what you got. Amen. And that's what we have to fix. That's what we have to get in line. And don't think that I'm just preaching, preaching, ba, ba, ba. That's what we all have to get. That's what I'm talking about when the scripture says we go from glory to glory. But you can't stay stuck when you first got saved and stay in that glory spot. Because God is progressively moving. And when he's moving, we should be following. Because we should be like, God, I want more of you. God, I'm tired of being bound right here. See, you, you, you see people in their glory, but you don't know nothing about their story. So while you sitting back and you judging them, and you judging their praise, you judging how they look, you talking about it don't take all that. You don't know what they've been through. So what they doing is they going from glory to glory. But you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. I tell people all the time, I am not going to heaven just sitting around here being bored. I'm not going to sit in church every Sunday and make this a routine. Come on, let me do my due diligence because this is what we do. We come to church on Sunday. I'm not going to sit and be saved, pay tithes and offers, work in the church, and still miss out on the glory. See, I'm not going to live like Moses did, did all that work. Brought the people out of Egypt through the power of God, and them folks complained the whole time. See, Moses was a good man because I'd have been like, God, kill them all. Kill them all. See, but that's why I ain't God. Now, you was bound in Egypt. You was working 365 days a year. You didn't have nothing good to eat. See, y'all all trying to act cute because I'm talking about you. You ain't had nothing. And God bring Moses in, and he said, you know what? Bring them people out. Now, God already knew they was trouble. He already, it didn't catch them by surprise. It didn't catch God by surprise when they started complaining. He didn't say, oh, what did they say? He already knew they was going to clown. But he chose to bring them out anyway. And Moses led them out. Them jokers complained the whole time. Why you bring us out here to die? You could have left us in Egypt. At least we was eating the leeks in the garden. We had some. Moses, why you did this? Moses, why you did that? I was reading the Bible. You know how you go from calm and then your eyebrows get cocked up, you get mad. I was like, and then every time God went to get them, Moses and Aaron would stand between God and the wrath. Oh, God, please don't take them out. Please don't get them this time. If you kill them, people going to talk about you and say you brought them all the way out here to kill them in the desert. God lift his wrath. Them jokers went around the same mountain for 40 years. Now, theologians believe that that trip shouldn't have took them but two to three weeks. But 40 years, how you do that? You would think that somebody would go around the mountain. Did we come this way before? You would think that. This looks familiar to me. We, man, we've been this way before. Ain't nobody know nothing. 
because they were so busy complaining and whining. So they didn't even pay attention. So 40 years, now in the 40 years, God is reflecting his glory. He done appeared in the, when they, when they was cold at night, he put a pillar of heat over. You not like y'all cold in our church right now. If you say, Lord, send that pillar of fire, you'll warm up. In the day when it was hot in the desert, he brought the cloud to cool them. When Pharaoh chased them, all his glory, he sent whirlwinds to throw them off. And the biggest miracle, oh, they finna get us. Pharaoh coming. Moses looked at the Red Sea and it divided. I'd have been like, you are the only true and living God. There is no other God. Oh, God, you are faithful. You are the best. You are the only. The Red Sea. Them jokers, no sooner as they got to the other side. Now, God's glory should have been all on them. Other nations should have saw them and say, ooh, that's God's people. And the, the funny thing about it is the Bible, people, the Bible tells us that the other nations knew them because of God. Not because they were such great people. But they saw the glory. God, they saw everything. But we just complain and we whine and we mourn and we never transformed. It's got to be more to this thing we call Christendom. You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to go to church every Sunday, if you're going to go to Bible study every Wednesday, Tuesday night, if you're going to do all that, live it. See, I'm not going to go to hell doing all that good stuff. See, that's the problem. We don't talk about hell no more. When I talked about hell, the whole room took a breath. <gasps> Because we don't talk about that because we want people to be comfortable. And we don't want to offend nobody. We don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But I'm going to tell you, if you don't have an authentic relationship with Jesus, sad as it might be, in hell you're going to lift up your eyes. And that is word, word, word. See how I get quiet? See, you could gaze by the atmosphere. You know, people are like, oh, am I really saved? And you got you to gotta check your fruit. You get in that mirror, and you say, you know what? What do people see when they see me? Do they see Jesus? Because, see, you could primp. You could fix all this up on the outside and be fly. But toe up from the floor. Toe up. You can't help nobody else because you still bound. You still mean. You ain't changed and you ain't transformed. And you look good, but you ain't happy. You look fly, but you ain't happy. See, we have allowed people to destroy us. And we got to get free from that. Okay? You was molested. Okay? And we're not making fun of that. Okay? But it's time to be free. Amen. Amen.
You understand? Because see, while you crying and you whining over your past, that other person is free, but you still in prison. And you don't know where they're at, what they're doing. They could probably already gave their life to the Lord and living and die and go to heaven after all they done did, long as they repented, but you still bound up. You divorced. Okay, let's get over that. Amen. Okay, another sister in the church hurt you. A brother in the church hurt you. Passing them hurt you. Okay, like they say, build a bridge and let's get over it. Amen. Because you can't stay here. Because long as you stay there, you reflect no light. <laughs> you reflect none. Amen. So we got to get to that place, what the Bible calls, where rather the Greek word says it's metamorphosis. It's that time where you come from being a caterpillar to a butterfly. Amen. And it says change. When Paul talked about in the text we read, he said, we all, he said us all, are to be transformed and changed. Transformation is for all Christians. It's not for a select few. Amen. It's for all of us. So it means once you, you get Jesus come into your life, the Holy Spirit, when you accept Jesus, the Holy Spirit is going to come into your life and you're going to notice a change. See, that's, that's why you can't tell me you can't habitually sin and say you saved. That's right, that's right, that's right. And if I hear one more Christian say, God knows my heart, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Well, baby, God knows my heart. You done told the whole church up. You would heard everybody. Well, well, and then you go to somebody tell you, well, God knows my heart. Let me hear that one more time. Because when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, he starts setting up red flags. When you get ready to say something to Ray Ray and cuss him out, the Holy Spirit be like, boom. When you get ready to be mean, and get somebody, the Holy Spirit be like, boom. The Holy Spirit just constantly moving. He walks with us. He talks with us. And he even warns us. He lets you know when Sister Holy Ghost is finna clown at church. So he tell you already, get ready, get ready, get ready. Because she is going to get you. But instead of you arming up and say, you know what, I'm going to get her back. We got to let the Holy Ghost do that work. And you start rebuking them devils before you even see them. We need the help of the Holy Ghost. If you say the Holy Ghost is going to do the work. Only thing you got to do is listen and obey. The Holy Ghost is going to do the work. But what we do is, we so, we so, uh-uh, she tell me, I'm going to tell her. I'm going to get her. Lord, I'm going to put this Christianity to the side because I'm going to get her. I know none of y'all do that. I just, I just do that. Because we think that we feel better and we go ahead and tell each other off. I'm going to throw this religion down. How do you throw religion down? And then you say, oh, I'll pick that back up right now. 
You just can't do that. So that's why God is calling us to a place of examination. The Bible talks about, if you read that whole Corinthians um, chapter 3, it talks about how Moses, when he went into Mount Sinai and he sat into the presence of the Lord, when he came out, he was so full of God's glory that the people couldn't even look at him. What's wrong with him? Because see, some of us scared of God. You see the God on somebody, mm, it ain't, it don't take all that. She ain't saved. <laughs> she ain't saved all that. Just putting on. She ain't saved. But they saw the the glory of God is shown through, and the people was like, "Oh my God, we can't look at him. We could because they it was too much God. And when they saw too much God, it exposed the sin in them." You see what I'm saying? And see, that's like us. When we see somebody that's full of God, or like we say to old folks, when, when growing up in my age group, when we was young, we see a man or woman of God, we respected them. If you saw them walking up the one side of the street, you walk on the other side. Yes, sir. Thank you, ma'am. You see the man or woman of God, you honor them. You respect Minister Young, hope you were blessed by this in-season word. You may contact Minister Young at 318-286-0881 or write Minister Young at Kingdom First Ministries, LLC, Post Office Box, 72011, Bossier City, Louisiana, 71172-2011 or email 